ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Thank you very much, producer Mr. E. Gracias. Thank you. Gracias. Con Dios. Was that Welcome Quack? Does that sound like Welcome Quack to anybody? I didn't hear Welcome Quack. Wait, Crack? <laughs> we all heard different Wait, things. Wait, Crack? <laughs> We're smoking Crack right now? You guys holding? You might be. You guys I, holding? Have you been? I mean, not anymore. Shit, it's old. Jesus. Speaking of rocks. I know, is this how we want to start the show? <laughs> Speaking of rocks. Uh, I got some uh, news about the helicopter that launched from that big space rock we call Mars. Oh, okay. It's a nice segue. Hey, it's uh, officially launched and uh, good for it. And helicopter. it's the, yep, the helicopter launched from the drone. Can you do the noise it made? Uh, it probably sounded like. Oh, no way. Waka, 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 waka. <laughs> the Pac-Man copter. Or maybe like waka 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 been there, done that. Speaking of which, we're recording this on a Thursday. Mortal Kombat comes out tomorrow, and our next podcast, which we will record next Thursday, which comes out the Monday after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so two weeks from now, stay tuned for our Mortal Kombat review. Yay! Something I finally tuned. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dude, let's watch the King Kong too. I still have one. I know you have, but I haven't seen it yet. I've seen it twice. Did you ever now. Watch it? You see it twice? Yeah. Oh, shit. No, I haven't. I, I don't watch it either, but I want I, I need to. I wanted to watch it and we talk about it. I need it to too. stop putting it off. Me too. So let's just make it. We'll we owe it, it. We owe it to Hoshan. King Kong versus Mortal Kombat. Oh. Ooh. Godzilla versus King Kombat. Uh, <laughs> Mortal Kong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mortal Kombat? Yes. Oh, ah, see? <laughs> Oh, shit. Oops. Is it my turn for a story? I'm sorry, guys. I wasn't sure. Okay. So, um, I thought this was funny. So, 420 was recently, um, uh, yesterday. That was two days thing? ago. Oh, man. I got really high. It's two days ago, actually. <laughs> uh, did you guys do anything crazy? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Willie Nelson was in the news about 420, so I want to talk about this. Um, he, he put a petition in. Him and his, uh, his group, basically, of people, they call the Luck Reunion Team, whatever the fuck that means. They put a, they, they called on President Joe Biden to make the unofficial marijuana holiday 420 into a legitimate national week of who, celebrating cannabis. Who did this? Willie Nelson. Uh, okay. Did he have any other sponsors like Snoop Dogg or Cheech and Chong? Just Willie. Just Willie. Okay. <laughs> Willie's enough for the cannabis community. He's kind of like up well, there. Yeah. He definitely Snoop. carries a torch. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. And so I guess they uh, started a petition that's seen more than 2,000 signatures. <laughs> Big whoop. Okay, in my mind, yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, but what does he mean by official holiday? Because frankly, like pancakes have a holiday, and we don't take work off for that or give a shit. Like maybe well, IHOP has a. He's calling it a holiday, week. but he wants a legitimate national week of celebrating. Because what they really want to do is, um, they're calling the president to recognize April twentieth uh, is the kickoff to a national holiday that will end on April 29th Why? each year to commemorate Willie's birthday. <laughs> So for nine days, <laughs> it's a whole national week of celebrating cannabis is what they're called the high holidays. I don't have enough money for that. A week? I, I think that's crazy, too, because like, we have like Christmas and shit and Easter. It's always just like a day. There's a day. There's a day at most. Right. And they're like, let's just do, let's do nine days, bro, <laughs> just for my birthday or something. Maybe it's like uh, like like Black History Month, you know what I mean, where 
sure the whole month <laughs> is celebrating it and you'll see like black history signs and you know that that sort of accoutrement with businesses and society so maybe for that week you just see like a bunch of green hair bands and you know weed flavored this and starbucks has their their pot flavored pot <laughs> oh, chino yeah, or some shit sure. i don't know pretty much you know another excuse to smoke weed right like well, like we need that anyway <laughs> i just thought it was funny that it's like a week of it instead of like yeah 420 make it a legitimate like how about a whole nine days of it it's my birthday yeah yeah willie nelson yeah, yeah i don't know if i like the idea of a week i like the i, I like i guess i'm accustomed to the single day format because that single day is like, all right, I have goals to accomplish on this day. If I'm truly going to celebrate it, like I'm going to grab every piece I have and I'm going to load it all up and, you know, I'm going to put them in every room. So that way, no matter where I am, I can do my thing or, you know, you, you make a day of it mm-hmm. a whole week. Well, I've been trying to get Cinco de Mayo to be a whole week for a while. But people are like, no, it says May 5th, but you have to keep it that day. But I'm like, no, Cinco de Mayo every day, the 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, and so on and so forth. I don't imagine you as a white Dutchman have any uh, sway with the Mexican community either. First of all, I told you that in confidence I was a white Dutchman. I can't believe you told people now. Yes, no, I'm a Dutchman. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a race of people. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a lordship. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... So I just I took a stab. I'm just saying, like, I don't think I'm, I'm Dutch, if that's what you're referring to, but uh, I am a Dutchman, but I don't want to get into it more than that. It's, there's a whole legal issue behind it. Uh, is that racist? Is it like Chinaman? I feel like you're being racist right now. I don't know. <laughs> I, feel ra- I feel racist is a pod. But you're... <laughs> so isn't that what the whole definition is? All right, before this goes down a dark corner, anything else? Yeah. Um, well, uh, back to the, the week-long cannabis thing. Uh, pretty much... Uh, uh, in their petition to President uh, Biden, all they said, here's what it said, too. It said, uh, please puff, puff, and pass this to your friends in Congress <laughs> for consideration. When you do reflect on the immortal words of Willie, I think people need to be educated to the fact that marijuana is not a drug. Marijuana is an herb and a flower. God put it here. If you put it here and he wants it to grow, what gives the government the right to say that God is wrong? Willie Nelson. Cheapers. I, I, for one, will He's vote He's a persistent for... one. I got to give yeah. him that. <laughs> I'll vote for a, a nine-day weed celebration. I, I don't know how much. Uh, yeah, uh, his you pure, your Puritans, I guess, are too pure for it. But uh, I'm down. I don't see the big the big uh, Venn diagram here of religious people who believe in God and weed smokers. You know, what I mean, I don't think there's a lot of overlap there. Yeah, I think there, exactly. There is some, of They're course. Separate. But yeah, I don't think that's your main target well, audience. It's called there. the devil's lettuce. <laughs> the devil's lettuce, right? Yep. So yeah, that's something. All right, we were talking last week about T-Rexes. Do you remember uh, what we were talking about last week? How many T-Rexes? How many the population was and stuff. Yeah. Yes. And I think it was 3,800 T-Rexes were at any given time in California. Like in in an area the size of California, and there was like 2.5 billion that had ever existed, ever. And then we started talking about whether or not they were like pack animals. And were they loners, you know, would you just see one T-Rex wandering around these hills or would you see four or five in a pack? Because, I mean, that's one is terrifying. Four or five is like, I mean, what do you do? I could take them, but yeah. I mean, I believe it. For sure. Yeah. You. Um, you just put your arm down his throat, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Choke it. The eyeball. So I got a story here out of Rainbows and Unicorns Quarry in Grand Staircase Escalante National Monument, Utah. Okay. Bullshit. I mean, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, what Rainbows it, and unicorn quarry. <laughs> Rainbows and unicorns quarry. Okay. Yes. Just for a bit. 
They find hippogriffs or some shit here. <laughs> in the Grand Staircase Escalante National Monument. Escalante. In um, so what they found here is a bunch of T-Rex skeletons and then this other tiny dinosaur buried in the same spot. You know, they all fossilized in the same area. Okay. Um, so fossilization, as we know, is quite rare. And so the fact they got fossilized already is rare. So we found a group of these T-Rexes and a small one. Having sex? <laughs> I don't know what they were doing when they okay. were fossilized. Okay, maybe. Okay. I always wonder what a dinosaur dick looks like. Like, what is that? Jesus Christ! Mind, right? Oh man, yeah. I mean, what does it? I mean, I'm assuming it's scaly. Anyways, I have a quote here. I think more like Red Rocket. So the quote here: Traditional excavation techniques, supplemented by the analysis of rare earth elements, stable isotopes, and charcoal concentrations convincingly show a synchronous death event at the rainbows site of four or five t-rexes so let me sum that up for you meaning all of the evidence they've gathered at this dig site show that the four or five t-rexes died at the same time all at once in the same place aliens aliens man so no whatever happened to them someone shot a laser at like boom killed them all I mean that is Occam's razor. That's the simplest ex- explanation. What do you got? <laughs> I don't. I don't have a cause. But what this suggests is that they're pack animals, because all of these T Rexes were together at the same time when they died. Mm. So whatever killed them, killed them together while they were hanging out. It could have been an alien roach motel or some shit. When, oh, you mean like the like aliens are like trying food. to clean up Earth? And... Yeah, there's like food there, and they all just attract and just blows up in their face. It's like. A storm. A storm. I don't know. Are they like, would they die to severe you know, I, cold? I, 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 would, I don't the, know. I bet you the T-Rex is a, uh, they don't know cold. <laughs> yeah. In the winter, they they don't remember the last winter. Like flies. <laughs> so the whole uh, discovery flips the commonly held belief that Tyrannosauruses were solitary predators. Instead, indicating that they were social dinosaurs that may have hunted as social carnivores do. Like a pack of wolves. Huh. Right? Huh. I always thought that was interesting because you think about one T-Rex taking down a mastodon or any of these other large reptiles, that's probably more food than that one T-Rex needs. So it's probably advantageous to have more dinosaurs with them, more Rexes, that can take down that animal and split the meal. Mm -hmm. So everybody wins in that situation. Everybody wins. So going back to the T-Rex versus Oprah thing, he really would be able to introduce me into his dinosaur friends. True (laughs) that. (laughs) True that. Well, well, well. <laughs> yes. It's not like Oprah couldn't afford a million T-Rex friends and fucking buy and sell your little... Anyway. I thought it was shit. It. No, that's it. No, that's more shit. No. <laughs> uh, I thought it was interesting that um, they were talking about how they couldn't conclusively say that all of these dinosaurs were fossiled together using the evidence from the dig site. So what they did was they turned to geochemistry and um, they examined the rare earth element (laughs) patterns in the fossils, which suggested that all of the organisms died and were fossilized together. Fossilized together. Sounds like an orgy to me. Ooh, maybe the... See, now, do you think the little guys were participating? Because they did pa- find Watching. some other little dudes, or were they <laughs> Learning. like... <laughs> Learning. Exactly. Watch, yes. 
And then oh. something, and then the aliens came and like, what the fuck is going on? And just, just shot the little grenade, alien grenade that is like, you know, kills everyone in a little bubble radius. You know, it works. Have you guys ever seen an animal have sex? You ever own dogs and they just hump each other or I mean, anything? Actually, no. Now that like not live. Not really. with my own I mean, eyes. I've never really owned a pet besides the turtle I recently have, and thankfully, I've never seen a bad sex. <laughs> I heard that turtle shit is bizarre. Hopefully I don't find out. I don't want to find out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was just thinking, like, maybe maybe the little guys are watching. I mean, if I saw two T-Rexes humping, I'd probably take a gander. <laughs> well, shit, man. Like, I wasn't prepared to do this topic yet. It's actually one of my bonus ones in case we ran short or something. Okay. There's one about T-Rexes I thought you were about to actually just do, and you weren't. So I'm going to just plow into it. Fuck it. Rawr. I'll just condense it to what I remember about it. But, um... Here's the real question. So you mentioned T-Rexes, and like I said last week, we did the populations of the T-Rexes. There's 3,800. Mm-hmm. Now we know they're pack hunters and stuff. But here's another question about the T-Rex. Do you think you could outrun one? Yes. Ooh. I don't think I so. I think you could walk and outrun one. No way. That's what's – did you see this article? Yes. There was an article that supposedly <laughs> says you could supposedly walk, like walk, outwalk a – t-rex although it's misleading so i'm gonna go into it because that's what it says like scientists uh basically said like you could outwalk a t-rex because they're saying um it's preferred walking speed clocked into just under three miles per hour about half the speed of uh earlier estimates and to put that in perspective that's about the average walking speed for a human but then this is all walking speed so they keep saying you can outwalk a t-rex and stuff at the end of this article, the last I go, we're still trying to figure out how fast it could run. So I was like, fuck you. So I don't know. Because they make it sound like you just, like, could, they're so big and because of their tail. They basically studied the gait of their walk and the tail motion. Like, the tail is really important for the T-Rex. Right, counterbalance-wise. Counterbalancing type of deal. And with their calculations combined, they found out that it's kind of a slow walker because it just kind of, basically, that's what it did. That's um, crazy. Yeah. That I thought lends, it was kind of crazy, too. That lends more credibility that they weren't necessarily hunters, and they would just, like, bite something, and their toxic saliva would kill it later, and oh, they just walk that. up I was to it. like, scavengers in general. Like, what if they just, like... I'm sure there's yeah. a bunch of dead dinosaurs everywhere in the Cretaceous period from other shit, so it's like, oh, there's a... Like, kind of like you said, they're so big, like, once one dies, it's like... That's enough to feed an army of other dinosaurs, frankly, right? right? So, might as well just... Everyone probably goes to town on it, so they just, like, walk up to it, like, ugh. And so they, they basically do all the studies. Like, I am condensing this because I wasn't expecting to actually uh, <laughs> do this, but since you mentioned this, um, basically the, um, do, 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 do. honestly, long story short is they, this how, this how, uh, fast they thought they walked, which like I said was three miles per hour and versus, that's, uh, different now. They used to think it was a lot faster. They, they pointed out in the Jurassic Park, remember like the scene where the T-Rex is running after the Jeep? Yeah. I guess scientists were like, oh, a T-Rex would never be able to keep up with a Jeep. Like that actually. I was ba- going to ask you, how fast do you think they can run? Cause I don't think they, I don't think they'd be able to run very fast with their stature. Supposedly yeah. the guy th- thinks, uh, thinks their maximum running speed would be 10 to 25 miles per hour. Okay. Well, 25 is pretty quick. 25 yeah. is quick. Like, see, <laughs> yeah. honestly, I don't even. I should have looked this up. I'm not sure um, how fast can a human run. <laughs> look I that up the really quick, you? Was like like, I mean, something the, maybe look at the average human run speed, I guess, or whatever. But um, twenty eight was the highest. Oh, so ten to twenty five is still as fast as can run at peak fucking physical <laughs> <though. Yeah. laughs> peak power. You, you know what? If a T Rex is chasing you, I think any humans at peak of human like for, the, for that three minutes is like. <laughs> Like I have Usain Bolt right now. For sure, <laughs> like, I'm channeling. I might live. <laughs> I might lose two years of my life at the end of this, but I'm using all my juice right now. That's so crazy. Because it, you, you think though, 
the length of their leg and the fact that it's just a big pendulum, essentially, uh, it, it probably had some swinging power to it. But I guess that gate must be shorter than expected. That's crazy. Oh, here's some good quotes. It says, like, not only does it serve as a counterbalance their tail, uh, the tail also produces a lot of the required force to move the body forward. It does this through two large tail muscles, and that pulls the legs backwards during each step. Huh. Oh, interesting. So the tail is really important in, like, in there. I guess it's going to be this big swinging dick tail. I never, like, thought about it. Usually you think of it just sitting there, but I guess it's really part of their propelling themselves forward, Kind of like a kangaroo. They can like use it as a maybe the flash from the Justice League, like, <laughs> run it off, super like just, like just run it like an idiot. The T Rex is something I thought was interesting. The first time I saw a T Rex skeleton was how big its chest is. Like its body is very big and barreled and disproportionately big to its head. Like the T Rex you see in Jurassic Park, very slim, very just. It looks athletic and small and toned. Streamlined. Streamlined, yeah. Whereas at least the, the rib cage from the one I saw made this thing look like just a big round sausage with a thick head. Thick boy. Yeah, he was pretty thick boy. So yeah. Maybe that's just the fat one that got caught in that dirt that day, too. Remember, we only see like a little couple of them. Maybe all the fast ones were too busy running away from volcanoes and shit to, to get away. Just big boned. Just yeah. a big boned boy. All the, all, the, all the fossils we have are all the fat dinosaurs that couldn't escape from like the mud. Like, oh shit, the mud's coming. Like, <laughs> uh, all the fast, fast ones are getting the fuck out of there. But yeah, I mean, I know usually I'm more in depth of my shit, but I kind of wasn't planning even to do this one. But since you mentioned T Rex, I just had to say, like, the whole article basically condenses to. We probably could outrun a T-Rex if we really had to, especially with our smarts and maybe doing some dodges, going down like an alley or something if we're in the city. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I was going to save this for later, but since we're on a dinosaur kick, I have a Florida versus Australia. Ooh. Ooh. All right. So a video of a mysterious creature running through a backyard oh. has been caught. Where have you seen this one? I saw the headline, but I don't, I don't think know where it, where it was. Yeah. So you know the location? I don't know the location. Really? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't remember that. Okay. I don't remember. I, know, I, don't, I, I saw the video, this. though. Oh, you did see the video? I did okay. see the video. So Max and Mr. E, here's the video again. All right. Let's press play there. And we'll put a link in the description here if you want to see it. So it's very greener. That, like, fox-looking thing? That's a raptor. <laughs> Yeah, well, describe what you're seeing. Uh, well, it's a black and white video. It's it's obviously shot from above, like someone's sliding glass door, and you look like it looks like a a four legged creature, I'd guess, with like almost like a fox, like a thin, weird creature. You see it like come from the right of the picture and then kind of go out of sight, and it, it is blurry. So I'm not sure what I'm looking and it's, at. Honestly. It's more blurry than the Bigfoot picture. You know? Yeah, like, no, this it is. is crazy like, I, mean, I can tell it's like in a backyard or something, but like I'd say it looks like a fox to me. It looks like nineties convenience store. What are people footage. saying it is? Uh the woman are they who all, like, discovered down it, the, the I think it's a dog. Because you can see in the video or there's a like dingo? a line that's following the dog, which looks like a leash. No, uh, oh. you can see like a leash dragging. I thought it. I saw like a little bit of white at the end. That's what I keep saying. Fox. It's like a black leash. If you look really closely, it you can see it. So you've studied this video. I've only seen it like the three times. So it, it, it's process. either a dog yeah, on exactly. a leash or a raptor that was tied <laughs> Look, up Colby. and, and escaped it with the rope. Stuff. Okay, it's Bigfoot. Okay, it's, you're right. It's Bigfoot. Well, the woman says she spotted the baby dinosaur when it ran through her yard. 
Oh, wait, oh, wait, wait, so they're calling it a baby dinosaur? The woman who filmed it, who lives there, says it's a baby dinosaur. Okay, you know that, okay. <laughs> that is the they, in that they okay. are calling it. Now that it. you're saying it's Australia versus Florida, it probably is like some type of iguana something. What's the other one? Oh, like a monitor? Iguana, alligator, crocodile. Komodo dragon. Komodo. There's that one, too. Maybe monitor. Monitor lizard is what might you're be yeah, I think I, think I, have, I think I have the monitor. Yeah, because yeah, the, the other one's like more dangerous. Monitors are just like weird. All right, what do you think? Australia, Florida? Uh, Florida. I agree. And you're right. Yay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do you know it, what it was? No, no, we don't. As far as we know, it's a baby dinosaur. <laughs> might as well just go with that. Because really, who gives a flying fuck? <laughs> I've well, seen I mean, a lot it's of a these. Baby I've seen dinosaur, like, I'd give a fuck. I've seen like Mothman caught on surveillance in the front yard, and like you know, wandering ghosts and all this shit. It's, exactly. There's always an, there's always an explanation. I've or is there? come across so many UFO stories and Bigfoot stories and a shit ton of Loch Ness monster stories. Yeah, but at the end of the day, unless they've got some little caveat to them, like I'll just brush them aside. Exactly. Yeah. Even the UFO when we were talking about last week, the pyramid, people were like, why the fuck do our cameras still this blurry? Uh, the yeah. US government, 2021, <laughs> still like a Nokia. I have no fucking clue. Like, Filming it with a Nokia. There's film of us like on Mars fucking, you know, flying yeah. helicopters in HD. And then we can't Crazy. fucking see shit there. Yeah, there's drone fo- entry level drone footage that you can. I never understood that. Like, if I owned a business, bet your ass there would be decent uh, or good. Security cameras. If I was going to put up security cameras, why the fuck have a security cam- camera that is just going to blur the face of the suspect stealing all my money? Like, yeah. what is the point? I have security guns, like, tied into the cameras. I love it. Drones. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, they shoot just, boom. They shoot yeah. crickets. They shoot intruders. Yeah. They shoot <laughs> light <mailmen>. particles. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of dangerous, honestly. <laughs> but the word will get out. Don't go there at night. Don't even, yeah. even, even in the animal kingdom. Like, do not go there. No one's gonna go to your bar, bro. Oh, they will. Oh yeah, that's my. I called it pancake bar. Was, I've been watching all these bar rescues, and I was like watching the episode. I'm like, I'm gonna make a pancake bar. That's my new thing. I'm gonna call it pancake bar. I love the pirate episode in Bar Rescue, dude. I want to watch that on stream again because I've seen it before, but I love it so much too. It's so stupid. It, it's so it's both so of them are idiots. John Tapper and the woman who owns that bar. They're both morons. Mm-hmm. Like your your bar is in the middle of a business center. And you're pirate themed, and everybody's really committing. Oh yeah, they're all. Long story short, bar rescue. If you haven't seen it? Is a guy goes to a bar. He's like, "Here's why it's wrong. I'm gonna fix it." And he, he goes to a pirate bar themed bar, and it's making no money. And John Taver's like, "Oh, I'm gonna turn this into a not pirate bar." <laughs> and everyone there was like devastated. And I remember my my favorite clip was like the guy who was so used to be a pirate. He's like, "Okay, uh, we're not a pirate bar anymore. So go pretend these are customers and take their orders." He's like, he goes up, and goes. I, I, your, um, your order. Like, he doesn't know it, like, cause he's trying to be like, hey, give me your order. You're fucking like, cause he's done it for so long. He, like, he doesn't, he can't not be a pirate to even ask their order. And like, and do you remember the ending? The very, very, very ending? Of oh, yeah. Episode? She changes it back to she a pirate bar. To pirate bar. For sure. But yeah, yeah. Cause the whole thing was, she just loves being a pirate so much that she does it just to be, have fun, not make money. Were they still successful? No. Oh. Well, the whole point is they were failing. And then he changed the concept. And of course, it would have probably been successful, but right. they, all the pirates hated it. They're like, I signed up to be a pirate at this bar. I, I'm going to leave if we're not a pirate. And she just, they were her employees slash friends. And it just, it's almost like a Patty's Pub episode where right. they all, they could have made money, but like, no, oh, we want this to be Patty's Pub though still. 
You know, we're in driving distance to two bars that were on that show. Yes. Patty's Pub is in L.A., right? Uh, No, uh, not Patty's Pub. Um, Bar Rescue. I think it is in L.A., then. Oh, yeah. Well, the the actual, yeah, the outdoor. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, But uh, the two bars were uh, Second Base and the Olive Pit, I I believe. They did uh, Canyon Inn, I think, as well, which is in uh, uh, Anaheim Hills. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they did Canyon Inn. And, like... Uh, the two I, j- I just listed have gone downhill, and like, they're the same shit that they were before, except you can't smoke in them now. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh. My local bar I love is being bought uh, by a Mexican uh. restaurant, and we're wondering about the future of it, so we've been going there a lot. You know, Really? Trying to yeah. help them out. I don't know if you yeah. want to say it on air, but like, interesting. No, it was the one I celebrated my 30th birthday. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking yeah, about. You oh, yeah. I yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that place. Yeah. But BJ's Restaurant. Yeah, yeah. BJ's Restaurant. <laughs> that sucks, man. That lag bar, the video game-themed bar that was at Main Street, that had to close down. The one that had all the StarCraft memorabilia. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. That's where I got my ass kicked in that tournament, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, the, the what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you that did. Yes, you did. I man. forgot about that. Goddamn Fucking tournament. You a Boston guy like Every time he says the word, hey, look, you want to go to the tournament? The tournament? <laughs> I don't see why Sorry. every time I say that particular word, you guys have to make fun of me. It's just the way I talk and the I'm, fact that I'm sorry. you guys make fun of my tournament. That's not how you talk. That's what's <laughs> you be like, oh, hello, chaps. Would you like to have a, a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament uh, at my basement tonight? <laughs> All right. On that note, I think it's time for our game where we yes. will debate and have a tournament of minds. All right. So I finally won the fucking game. Through hard work and diligence and, you know, pity. your own good things there. <laughs> and pity, of course. So I have a, uh, I'm picking out of the magical hat now. Although these uh, topics were donated by a magical patron. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, Bombadil. John Bombadil. <laughs> there's two of them, patron. I didn't realize there was two. Why did you give me two? <laughs> so you have a choice, I guess. Okay. They seem two to me. That's okay. <laughs> like I'm reading two separate things. Which one were you attending? Wait, this was from a listener. This is like a part of his camping page. Can I see that? Actually, I think I like that one better. Give me that back. Give me that. Give me. Give me yeah, no, give me, no. Give me the piece of Because here, cause look, like he's trying to give me dog versus cat, right? But it says here camping versus foil. <laughs> I keep looking at my camp. This ain't versus. I just says camping. This is foil. I'm like camping foil. So I don't think I can make camping and foil work. So we'll do dog versus cat. Okay. I'm gonna try to get camping and foil mixed in there too, if possible. Okay. All right. Uh, after the break. <laughs> Sorry, I was so confused. So we're about to play. Uh, better. What's better than? Oh my god. What happened? My foot just hit this go down thing. <laughs> That's, that was not a. You got real small there. Dude, that scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Like, this fucking chair is the third, fourth time I've like fallen out of it. Anywho, well, I'm a professional. Let's let's break that up again. Hey. I was just thinking about these chairs, and I was like, ah, I like these chairs. That was crazy. It, 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 yeah, you, you do have a lot of trouble uh, with these sorry. chairs. Sorry. Wow. So what are we I coming keep, back I for? Keep, I just keep, uh, we're going to play the uh, What's Better Than Most game. As you all know, it's a game where we take two topics out of a hat, compare them, put some unique spin on that. Those topics, and then uh, debate them and see who's better the most type of deal. You got a timer? Uh, oh, good call. Man, I'm really out of... Yeah. I usually don't win these games, so I'm not used to being the judge. So I need a minute <laughs> timer. 
And now, so out of the hat, we picked uh, dogs versus cats. We're going to pretend that camping foil thing didn't exist. I guess it was a <laughs> camping list for Sean's <laughs> camping. So, uh, so here we go. So here is the scenario. Which would be better to take over the world, dogs or cats? Now, in this scenario, you can control all the dogs or all the cats on Earth, like a godlike Aquaman, if that makes sense. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to give host, uh, well, mystery, I should say, uh, cats. I'm giving you host Sean. Dogs. Okay. Mystery, you're going to go first. Okay. And let me get my timer out again. Give me the prompt again. one more and time. here's the prompt. Please. I know it is kind of confusing. So, which would be better to take over the world, dogs mm-hmm. or cats? And so, basically, you're a person trying to take over the world. And you have the power to either control all the dogs or all the cats. So you gotcha. can control all the cats. Gotcha. So you need to make an argument of how you would take over the world better, faster. What would be better? And that is your – are there any other questions? Otherwise, i say we just jump right How much right time in. do I have again? Uh, a minute. Okay. <laughs> Very good. I like this. Okay. okay. <laughs> how do you spell that again? And I go first, <laughs> yeah, right? Yes, you do. Okay. Okay. You're going to go first, and the minute starts right now. Okay. <clears throat> so cats would obviously be the better choice. Because, for one, cats have attitude, okay? So, if you take over all the cats in the world, these are going to be like soldiers that you have because they're not easily swayed. How many times have you seen, like, a heist movie where there's a guard dog and you just throw some meat at the dogs and they, like, totally get distracted and they kind of forget about what they're even going for, okay? Second of all, you can fact check this. I saw a Discovery Channel special where they went over what the greatest pound-for-pound predator was and it was, guess this, the house cat. (laughs) <laughs> so I automatically got that going for me. Um, they have claws and they're vicious. And even though a dog is bigger, there's definitely more cats in the world, I would say. A hundred percent. So my numbers would be greater. I would just sick six cats for every dog. And I think there's more cat lovers out in the world. So five, I would have more moral four, support for when I need it when the battle starts. Two, okay, done. Wow, I was stop. I was so listening. I wasn't even paying attention for my timer, but you just got it. Okay, gotcha. so cancel. One minute starting now. Host Sean, go. All right. So dogs are man's best friend. You know why? Because they've been bred to be our best friend. Meaning they are athletic. They are. We bred them for our purposes. So uh, dogs would serve a greater purpose, and uh, dogs are stronger. I would tell all of the dogs in the world. Not to be afraid of these small cats. How many times have you seen a a mouse or a fucking cockroach or a zucchini or some shit scare your dog? Just communicate to it now like that is not your enemy. You are the bigger predator because we trained you to be. You you stuck with us. What have cats done? Cats are, uh, they're, they're asshole trash animals compared to man's best friend. How do you get around that? Um... Dogs are usually usually lovable cowards. Ten but seconds. I would tell them not to be. You are a confident, strong animal, and it's time for your uprising. And we're going to take over the world. And guess what? Uh, you come Two, in all shapes and sizes too. One. Okay. Let me set up my thirty-second rebuttal for Mister E. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> The minute's hard to fill. Like part of the challenge is filling the minute. Actually, (laughs) the rebuttal's easy because it's thirty seconds. Okay, go rebuttal. Okay, so yes, dog's best friend. I get that. But um, when you say you take over all the dogs in the world, sure, you're getting some German Shepherds and Dobermans, but you're also getting Chihuahuas and fucking Dachshunds and Wiener dogs and all that shit, which are not going to hold up in a fight at all. Dogs are dumb. Let's be real. Dogs are dumb as fuck. Cats are smart. There's a reason why Ted. Egyptians thought they were gods, and they're more agile. They'll attack from the blind spots, from the back. 
A dog might get one Three, or two, but numbers will always two. win. Cats! Okay. Oh, Sean, you know what to do. Go. All right. Here's something I think we're missing from the premise. The premise is the goal is to take over the world using dogs or cats. Not that they have to fight each other. So that being said, I think chihuahuas have their purpose in me taking over the world. These guys, I'm going to train them. I'm going to communicate to them, like, crawl in that air vent in that Soviet nuclear silo there and give me the seconds. codes. You know, all of you are going to head in there. Cute little Pomeranians. No one's going to think twice about that shit. So you're going to shoot. These armies guys are going to see it and go, and go, oh, isn't that cute? And, you know, one of them's going to roll around and be friendly while the other one's turning the Cancel. keys. <laughs> Honestly... <laughs> This is what we don't, we don't do too often. I want 30 second rebuttal. Oh, my oh God. shit. I should have okay. been taking notes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Too bad. Too bad. You ready to do this? Okay. Go. 30 second okay. rebuttal. What are you going to do with the nukes if you get the codes for it? I mean, even if you say that they don't even have to fight anything, cats, they're sneaky. They can fit under spaces like octopuses where it doesn't seem like they're even possible. They're made of liquid. They'd be able to sneak in anywhere. And they have better hearing. I mean, and they can jump up higher places. I mean, I would totally attach Five a GoPro seconds. and he'd be my little spy and I would send him in a Euro Russian spilo <laughs> and I silo and I would take the codes. Bitch. All right, last one. Go for it. Hey, listen, nobody likes a coup, but you know what's better than a coup? A bloodless coup. So what I would like to do is I would like to send my Pomeranians into all the nuclear silos and then simultaneously <laughs> they're on guard and I'm going to, you know, just leverage the nukes. I'm going to be a Bond villain and I'm going to leverage the nukes for world domination. <laughs> That's essentially my goal. You know, bloodless. I want to be a benevolent leader and outlaw gum. That's all, you know. <laughs> the end. Two, one. Man, you guys did Ugh. not make this easy. Oh. And actually, <laughs> I got funny. caught up in all the whole thing too. And then, I got turned into nuke a nuke battle. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got caught the whole thing. I got caught up in like, man, like it just never stopped kind of escalating. The I was like, man, I'm not sure what to do. Um, okay, so let's go back to here's what my notes are. These are always crazy to take. So for Mister E, uh, he said cats had attitude. They're soldiers, not easily swayed. You throw meats at dog, and they'll be distracted. That was interesting. Yep. Um. Uh, he watched the Discovery special. What's greatest, pound for pound, is the predator, is the house cat. They have claws and they're vicious. It's true. He said he's sick. Uh, there's more cats. That's one of his biggest, best things. He said there's more cats than dogs. I mean, we don't know if that's true. He just said it. I, I, was, um, I was preaching. Yeah, but six cats for every dog. He would. So I thought that was oh interesting. God, did you say that? I missed did. that part. He did. Six, six cats uh, on every dog. Oh, my God. Uh, all the dogs in the world. That means chihuahuas and wiener dogs, too. They're not, they wouldn't hold up in a fight. Dogs are dumb. Cats are smart. And then, yeah, I have nukes written here. So, okay, okay. So now back to host Sean. He was like, he focused on the man's best friend. Man's best friend. Good opening friend statement, beer, best friend. Yeah, that really was strong. They're athletic. Yeah. Uh, dogs are stronger, obviously. And I liked his tell him to not be afraid of the cats. He said, like, they're lovable cowards. And he would actually turn on the dogs almost vicious. I thought that was actually kind of a poignant statement a little bit. Because cats are kind of known to be, like, aggressive and vicious. And he's, like, turning all the dogs vicious. And... I actually was a thought he, I was all, I think he made a good statement about the goals to take over the world because that was the prompt. I've lost this very same thing. Even <laughs> I got caught up in the whole versus thing. And he mentioned his idea was to make them go and get the nuclear codes. <laughs> and, and he mentioned again. And then on his rebuttal, he focused back on it, but the coup would be bloodless. <laughs> Here's something I learned from one of our previous debates it was uh, Superman versus Godzilla and who would be better at destroying the earth. 
And we spent a lot of time talking about Wasn't attributes. That the first one, by the way? It might have been. Yeah. Okay, okay, I think so. And um, I lost that one because I never focused on, I think I had Superman. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I never focused on how he would actually Probably. do it. Yeah, I, yeah. Your opening statement was like 45 seconds of parallels with Lex Luthor and stuff. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, exactly. It was like describing the movie for like a while. It's like, what the fuck, dude? And like I said, I think, I think it's well thought, but actually, I, I think I will give it to the dogs because of nice. his yeah. go- He seemed to have a plan. Even though I liked your, like, everything you said was right, especially the six dogs for everything and the yeah, numbers. Yeah. I was like, he really had well, it. I actually good. think would vote for cats, but... I actually did want to vote for him until he was like, I have a goal. The goal is to get the bloodless coup with the nukes. <laughs> uh, I, I think it was a good idea. So I'm going to get the host shot on that one. Nice. Thank you, that was you, hard. You, you guys made it really hard. I hate things. I hate this part. Good job. I'll good tell job. you what. You come up with some of the most descriptive, fun yeah, bumps. Oh. For sure. Well, I just, yeah. I was thinking about powers, but I want them to be like... I think it's, rules are always fun in things. It sounds dumb, but like in games and stuff, if there's, if there's no rules, it's not fun. So you need rules, because then within the rules, you can break them. So I like to see how you guys, your minds work and shit. Okay. Good, Good game. job. Good job, everyone. Good game. Yeah, so um, I told the hosts I have a topic, but I'm going to hijack the show really quick for a surprise game. Oh, shit. Okay. That I prepared. Ooh. And I just want to preface this. There is a reward for this game. Okay. Now... The host and I have been talking about a segment that I may do may be doing in the near future, and it's kind of a game slash debate subject. Is this your Russian roulette game you keep trying to get us to do? <sighs> Dude, where they're all here? filled with bullets? Okay, no, I can't. I can't sell you guys on that. Um, no, but the winner of this will get an advantage going into that oh. game slash debate. Okay. Even though okay. they still know nothing about it. So yes, are we ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right. I'm going to pull up our Jeopardy tiles here. Oh, so we played this this uh, format before. We're going to play it again. Last time, the loser, whoever answered the question wrong, nagged the points, and it kind of was a hole that was hard to get out of. So the format still stands. If you, you buzz in with your name, it's just one answer. If you don't get the answer right, then the opponent has a chance to steal. But if you answer wrong, you will lose. Just 100 points. Okay. Okay. All right. So pretty much try, and then, yeah, even if you lose, it's not that hard. It's just 100 points. Yeah. Okay. So our topics here for the listeners that can't see are one-word movie titles, obvious, movie synonyms, and sci-fi villains. Okay. Synonyms mean words that are like other words, right? Correct. Yeah, I know stuff. Yes. (laughs) And then, uh, so the person who goes first, if you get it right, you get to go. If you get it wrong, (laughs) the other person will, will choose. Okay. Host Sean, since you won that game, you can get first choice. Uh, Okie dokie. Let's go uh, sci-fi villains for 100, please. Here we go. The question is, you say your name. What J.R.R. Tolkien character spoke in an idiosyncratic manner, often referring to himself in the third person? Host Max. Okay. Golem? That is the correct answer. Nice. That's 100 points for Host Max. I was running through, uh, what's his face, the wizard in my head. Next one. Um, let's do sci-fi villains again. Two hundred, honestly. Two hundred. Here we go. I like this. What actor played the part of Loki Odinson in the Thor and Avengers? Sean. Yes, oh Sean. Uh, that is how much the timer? Timer. He's done. Three, two, 
One. Tom Hiddleston. Fucking. God damn it. You got damn, I actually do that too. I actually do that. That is Fuck. the correct uh, answer at bullshit. the fucking buzzer. <laughs> okay. That's two for him. Now you get to choose next. Sci-fi villains for 300, please. Here we go. What former Maxwell House spokesman and star of Fantasy Island played the part of Khan in Star Trek? Yes. Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. The answer is Ricardo Montalban. Very nice. Watch Star Trek sometime, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Your choice. Let's do something different. Okay. Uh, I'm going to move to movie synonyms. 200. 200. Here we go. Celestial Odyssey. And I'll give you guys Sean, a little time. Uh, on no, uh, okay. me. I was trying to say me. <laughs> Go. Star Trek. That is correct. The timer will be a little lenient on these ones because you have to think a little bit. I'll so say Star Space Trek. Quest. There we go. Oh, Galaxy Quest? Oh, Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. Yeah, I guess that could work as yeah, well. Galaxy yeah. Quest would work. Yeah. Your choice. Uh, let's go movie <laughs> synonyms 100. Here we go. Steel Chap. Steel Chap. The fuck's a chap? <laughs> Um, Nobody? Three, I got this. No, of course. Two, one. Are Sean. you buzzing in? Uh, I don't want to lose the points, but I thought about it. Iron Man. That's correct. That's stupid. <laughs> I can't think of Metal Man for some reason. I couldn't. I, steel chaps. Your choice. Dumb. That's dumb. This game's dumb. <laughs> let's go. Uh, it's four to five hundred right now, so it's really close. Let's go. Uh, what's the? What was that one? One word movie titles for one hundred. For one hundred. Here we go. Which 2000 historical drama followed Max, Max. and... Yes. That's Gladiator. That is correct. Yeah. See, I'm reading it. I should maybe not be able to be the, <laughs> yeah. the buzz in right. for I have it. to say it for the listeners. I know. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> maybe I should... We should not be able to read it, maybe. Maybe. Well, well then we can't see the Show it right in his face. And we'll like, keep it behind here. You guys can read <laughs> well, it the same be, speed, yeah. so... It's fine. Okay, so your choice. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I want to do... I want to do movie synonyms for 500. 500. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Plunders of the misplaced curve. Plunderers of the misplaced curve. Sean, Max, uh, yes. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost. That Ark. is correct. Yeah, was, oh, actually, dude, good thing. I was actually thinking Pirates of the Caribbean for some reason. That is correct. Well get, done. I couldn't get out of Pirates of the Caribbean. Well done. Your choice. Wow. I, the Ark was tough. The, the, yeah, the no, I was, I was like, I thought it was going to be like some Pirates of the Caribbean, like very, at the end very of the world good. or some stupid shit. All right, okay. let's go back to one word movie titles for two. 200. Here we go. Which 2010 sci fi film features a thief who steals information by infiltrating the subconscious? Max. Yes. That's a minority report. That is incorrect. Sean, Sean, do you have a chance to steal? One word titles, Inception. Oh, I'm an idiot. That is true. I am dumb. <laughs> I am dumb. <laughs> okay, Sean, your that choice. That is what fucking Minority Report's about, too. <laughs> did I get my points for that one? Uh, no, you didn't. Not. Sorry. There you go. All right. I was, too, I was too busy negging them from him. <laughs> I have to be good now. Fuck. One word movie titles, 300. Here we go. Which 96 action thriller features U.S. Marshal John Kruger, who specializes in faking the deaths of high-profile witnesses? Yes. That's a racer. That is correct. Ooh, man. I would have never gotten that one. But I, it's been a minute since I've seen that I movie. I win this now. <laughs> Jesus, I'm like behind. Your choice. There's a let's, lot of high-point questions let's, left. Let's finish it out. Uh, let's see. One more movie title, 400. 400. Okay. Which 83 film was originally given an X rating due to the extreme violence, strong language, and hard drug use? Facts. Yes. Terminator? That is incorrect. Fuck. Sean. Yes. Kids? That is also incorrect. Okay. The qu- the answer is Scarface. Oh. Extreme drug use was the key right there. Yeah. Okay, so you go to six. Uh, yeah. 
and then you'll go to a left. You don't remember that in Terminator where the Terminator does that lot of coke and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we'll give it to you. All right, uh, let's go movie synonyms 300. 300, here we go. Club fellow. Iron chap. Club fellow. Synonym for club um, and a synonym for fellow. Five, uh, four, three, two, one. You guys should be ashamed. That's Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one. Bat- Batman. Yep. Oh, club. Club. Bat- a- Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you'll choose next words. since he chose okay. that one. Uh, let's do uh, synonym four hundred. Finish out the movie synonyms. Last question. Here we go for four hundred points. Absent with the squall. Sean. Yes. Gone with the wind. That is correct. You think you're so cool. <laughs> you, think you, the... <laughs> you think you're so right. Okay, you, there's cool. still a chance for a comeback. One word movie titles and close it out for 500. Here we go. Which 08 historical thriller starred Tom Cruise as Colonel Claus Van Stauffenberg, who makes a valiant attempt at assassinating Hitler? Sean. Yes. Valkyrie. That is correct. Ah! I, remember. <laughs> I, I can remember his fucking name. Like, uh, like I and that just sealed face. the game for host Sean, but we'll play it out, of course. Your choice. All right, Sci-Fi Villains 400. Sci-Fi Villains for 400. What was the name of the merciless villain in the 1980 sci-fi film Flash Gordon? I can't think of his name. And I don't want to lose points. He's Asian. <laughs> 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 God, I used to watch this all the time. I'm not gonna Three, two, I don't, I don't one. The, points. the answer is Ming the Merciless. Oh, okay. Well, I was way wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would have done I, that. But I didn't vote in. Okay, we'll give you this last question. Oh, uh, thanks. You get Thank to pick you. that. Okay. I'll take sci-fi villains for 500 plays. Last question of the game. Here we go. In the 1939 film The Wizard of Oz, the wicked, I should say Witch of the West, flies on her broom over what city... Demanding that the citizens surrender Max, Dorothy. Will that be Emerald City? That is correct. Yeah, I see it. Well, 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 that was a good finish for you, Team but sucks. the final score is <laughs> host Max 1100 and host Sean 2000. Good game, guys. Fuck club fellow. <laughs> <laughs> so, club fellow's hard as fuck. Like club no fellow. When I was making this, that took me a good minute because I was like, what? I don't get it. I don't get it. And then I finally was like, oh, club like a fucking bat. It'd be better if it was like club dash fellow. Leave it that, I still would have got it. Right. <laughs> so they still know nothing about the segment I have planned. But, but you have an advantage. when it happens, host Sean will have a good advantage. Crap. So this is a segment coming up in the episodes to come. Correct. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. I was like, yeah. do I have to be on my feet like for the rest of this? Right this now. Is, this is for the, <laughs> the guests who really pay attention. Yes. Like, There's still some thought and planning that has to go into this. So it might be a couple weeks, but. It's definitely a segment that we want to do. Well, that was fun. Although every time we do this, I feel like how dumb I am. <laughs> well, you got you got some good ones. Like, I, I'm good, right? You guys think I'm good, right? The Montalban one, I don't think Sean was ever going to get. No. He got it. Yeah. yeah he <laughs> I was just blanking on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a story here. The lowest note sung by a woman, the record for that, has been broken. Wow. That was an awkward way of saying it, but yes, you get what I'm saying. It wasn't David Is it Rush. playing right now? Yes, exactly. I can't hear it. No, that faint hum you hear is the shitty equipment we need to oh, replace. Okay. <laughs> um, Can I attempt the lowest for a, a man? You can attempt it, sure. Okay. Uh, That's as low as you go? Low means deep, right? Uh, oh, okay. 
Oh. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. So she got she got lower than that. We probably just beat her. Did we just beat her? Did we just, I don't did know. We win? She's got a real special technique here. Okay. I'll play for you. But um, she's a British Columbian. <laughs> uh, she lives in Canada. And oh, she does. <laughs> she. <laughs> That's funny. You saw that coming a mile away. No, I didn't. No, I just like that was like the deepest thing. I used to be like, oh, God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she broke the Guinness World Record when she managed to sing a C1 note. Oh. I don't know what that well, means. I wish I knew Mystery, that are you musically yeah. inclined? Do you know what a C1 note is? I'm a little bit, but no, I don't know what that is. Yeah, okay. Oh. Yeah, I just played drums. Like, can we look it up or something? Or? <laughs> oh, I have audio. Oh, perfect. Oh. Here we go. Just put a blast over your drums. Like, <laughs> the brown note. Yeah. She goes through a lot of octaves here, however, however you want to say that. Hi, I'm Joy Chapman. I'm 52 years old from Surrey, BC, Canada. I'm a singer, songwriter, tribute artist, and I'm about to attempt the Guinness World Record for the lowest female note. My reference number is 2228020316 LVNB, <laughs> and this is my attempt. La, 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 la. La 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 la. That's an EVP. La, 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 That's it. This is the low note. Oh my god! I've never seen audio like this. I can do this. It's tripping out. Wow. We're aiming right, and this dude. I didn't realize that was a Guinness word. I've done that. You know, have you ever like played with the air in your lungs? Like. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's like how metal right. singers sing right there. I guess. Fuck. Yeah, like that guttural, deep. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't want to annoy our audience who already <laughs> wants to kill us. Already, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like, I, I do kind of want to try it again. So like, how do they measure that? Did she have like a decibel meter next to her? Or? Oh, yeah. They, she's got a whole crew next to her with monitors and sound gotcha. devices and official equipment, like facing the camera. And then they, uh, you know, they really go into it. Oh. <laughs> sexual almost. Jesus. I don't like AMSR, ASMR. Is yeah. that how you say that? ASMR, yeah. I could listen to this all day. You would like some metal bands I could show uh, you then. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, she definitely has like a career female, in like devil voice. Female vocal, huh? I wonder what the male one sounds like. Right? Uh, so yeah, she said it took several attempts to break the record, and um, <laughs> it's funny. It kind of reminded of us because they had a lot of technical problems, including <laughs> a low emitter on the microphone failing to pick up her low notes. So they had to like switch out equipment. And, oh, geez. Yeah, it reminded me of essentially what we're trying to do here: just detect her her lows. Oh, Jesus Christ! I was reading a story that kind of like blew my mind about honey. You guys know anything about honey? See any things in the articles? I think it comes from bees. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember that same article. Okay, and there's T Rex involved. No, yeah. no. <laughs> dude, I love a good honey. Oh, like really? Boysenberry honey. Like you find, you find a type of honey that is pollinated by the right type of plant, and you get all sorts of different flavors. And it, uh, love me some diver- you know what's diverse. Funny is honey. I don't like sweets, but honey, I do like. Uh-huh. That's just something that honey yeah, fans. Sure. Yeah. Right. Interesting. So, what do we know about honey? So, did you know? 
that there are traces of radioactive fallout from nuclear tests in the 1950s and 60s that can still be found in American honey. How? Yeah, where did it come from? Well, radioactive fallout from nuclear tests in the 1950s and 60s. Oh, just like when they were testing bombs in the desert and shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. You know, like, uh, I have some articles later on about it, but basically they tested like 500-something bombs in certain areas, and it just kept eject in, in the atmosphere, and it, it, it uh, ejected all this, uh, it's called cesium-137, which is a radioactive fallout, like, thing, isotope, radioactive isotope. And uh, it's found in higher levels in honey. Still, human safe for humans though. So let's not let's let's not get crazy. It's not like you guys are getting irradiated by eating the honey. So this is essentially the same thing as like um, the fact that I think we make steel now. After all, steel made after the nuclear bomb it can contain this cesium shit, right? Or is radioactive or whatever? I don't know, but probably honestly because yeah, that's like all the all the tests they did really did leave. Just stuff everywhere, like yeah. So this is like it's found molecularly in the carbon or in the like how like it's just in the honey, basically. It's they just were in like, the honey. Yeah, why because the honey? Um, well, I'll tell you why it's in the honey yeah. because uh, this this came about because this guy basically this um, science teacher was testing different um, foods because he had his students, you know, over the summer break bring back foods everywhere and he was testing them, trying to show them like yeah, like when these bombs went off, it left these isotopes everywhere. And so uh, various samples of fruits and nuts and other food revealed very faint traces of cesium-137, this isotope, with a gamma detector. But when the honey, when he detected the honey, it was 100 times hotter than any of those other foods. So it was, this isotope was concentrated way higher in the honey than other foods. Still, human safe, by the way. Let's just get that out there. Human safe. <laughs> honey is not radioactive. We're not saying that. But there is evidence in honey from these tests from the 1950s and 60s, the, all these dirty-ass bombs, they just blew up in the atmosphere. I, they created the cesium-137. So it has to be because honey is essentially a concentrated version of plants, right? So these bees off, yeah, exactly. collect the material, concentrate it, and whatever they're concentrating it into contains a lot of this stuff. Um, I wonder what it's doing to the bees. Is it safe for the bees? That's a good question, too. Exactly. Um, so basically, these guys, they realized when the honey was testing higher than normal they tested 122 honey samples and 68 of those showed detectable traces of that radioactive uh, isotopes uh, legacy to the atmospheric nuclear test conducted by the u.s the ussr and other nations during the cold war era and um the reason why here's here's why it's in the honey so uh, basically blah 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 pass all this stuff uh do 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 sorry second okay, here we go okay so <laughs> So the, the honeys with the highest levels turned out to come from places in the U.S. where the soil had low levels of potassium. So potassium and cesium share a number of atomic similarities. And when plants in a potassium-poor soil can't get enough of the potassium, mm -hmm. they just soaked up this cesium-137, which, as we know, is a radioactive isotope now. So pretty much like you said, the plants soaked them up, the bees collected it, concentrated it into a honey, and that's why the honey has higher levels of this radioactive just fallout that's literally left over from all the bombs. Like here, I'll read you a little bit about these bombs. Like, I kept reading them, and I wasn't even getting it because, you know, I'm dumb, as we've learned from all these quizzes and shit. <laughs> so does that, does that mean the ultimate end for this cesium is through our digestive tracts and then subsequently out into the ocean? I think that wouldn't necessarily destroy the cesium. I think it would just pass it along the whole thing. Uh, actually, what what they mentioned in this article too, how like right now it's not like necessarily like 
it's safe for humans now, but in the past it was fresher. So it could have been maybe. So, oh, it's like yeah. a, the half life. Yeah, type of deal. Like, yeah. So in theory, when it was fresher, like a couple, you know, decades ago, at this point, maybe if someone was a honey liker, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They're probably fine. They're probably fine. But it had like in theory higher levels of this radioactive shit. I just I like it as a natural way to cleanse an environment of whatever this is. Like, you just have these bees collect it, they concentrate it, and then ultimately, if you like terraforming on some sort of. non-industrial level and you're just introducing life to this thing Mm -hmm. uh you know you can use a plant to leach certain things out of the soil use bees to collect it from the plant they'll concentrate it and then you just take their honey and shoot it into the sun whatever you have to do yeah yeah it it is a a natural way to kind of yeah because yeah we always hear about like radioactive fallout war you have to like destroy the the first six feet of earth and everything i just just, oh really oh yeah no if it, it yeah you're have you ever seen that uh, Jericho show? No. It's all about that. Like, it's, it's really cool, actually. It's like in Kansas where it's like a, it's a podunk town, but every, everywhere it like, gets nuked, like 50 nukes go off. And so all of a sudden it's like the best place to live because it's far away from all the cities. So there's no <laughs> nuclear fallout. But even then, like fallout just gets in the atmosphere and just falls everywhere. And you have to remove the first, the top six feet of soil. Like they're finding this cesium stuff. They said at the bottom of the ocean and stuff too. Like Yeah. Oh. I yeah. imagine it would be. That's where yeah. it's probably all conscious. It's, it's everywhere. all running. It went off. all over because they they said they did these tests in the atmosphere. So just like blew like they blew up nuclear shit in the in the atmosphere in the like the fifties and sixties. They said five hundred detonations in the ocean though. Not like, the, yeah, because it, it all fall. It's all. I mean, I it travels that, in the atmosphere, like, then it falls down, and then it just keeps sinking and sinking. So it's insane. down there. So they found the stuff everywhere and right now it's it's, you know it's safe for humans well no you think about it like if it lands on the topsoil you're gonna have erosion and it's all going to the ocean yeah i mean eventually the the levels of the sediment are constantly shifting and recirculating so yeah i can see that Mm -hmm. circle of life life. so we're still detecting like all that stuff in the 1950s like oh let's just blow shit up and let's see what happens it's still all out there. So, again, these are human safe levels. We're not going to, like, get a radiate and stuff. But that being said, <laughs> like, you know, it's probably not good. <laughs> like, right, and, exactly. and you're right about the whole, like, huh, the, like this article you mentioned, like, huh, have you noticed the bees are getting, you know. Well, the re- interesting re- thing the is. The population's getting reduced. The interesting thing They're is this is something radiation. that's never going to go away now. Right? I mean, radiation never exits a, like, a bloodline, so to speak. I mean, Am I- like we're saying, like, I guess if you ate the honey. And the isotopes and stuff, what happens to all those particles? Do they just pass through you? Well, depending, depending on their half-life, they become inert. So maybe that is why they're they're harmless. They're because, harmless, yeah, I mean, okay. technically, we're about we're around a bunch of radiations right now. True. UVs true. and all sorts true, of crap. True. Yeah. So, you know, it's tis, just a... It's true, Peter. It's just a word, technically. I just like the idea that, like, honey is, like, detectable or something. <laughs> yeah, on this like, oh, oh, shit, it's honey. Like, but it actually kind of makes sense. Like, it's just concentrated isotopes, I guess. That is, Yeah. That's bizarre. So speaking of weird science, <laughs> speaking of speaking of weird science, an international team of scientists have created embryos that are a mix of human cells and monkey cells. Oh my god! Yay! Right, go science. I know it's crazy. No, I never actually read the dude, article. I, I saw the title. So I, I literally just this. read an article today about like how back in the 30s or something, some Russian dude tried to inseminate women with hu- with ape dna so this is like <laughs> topical as fuck you mean to a me. humanzy a humanzy yeah a humanzy. crazy <laughs> crazy shit it's a human chimpanzee hybrid it's called a humanzy in yeah. case people don't know anyways i'm sorry know that's that. just oh, like yeah, wow dude. i just read I've that seen like, pictures three. online like this is humanzy it's usually just like shaved chimpanzees it's weird <laughs> so no uh this story is about the common macaque so ah 
Researchers injected 25 cells, known as, this is where it gets sciencey, induced pluripotent uh, stem cells from <laughs> ah, humans. My, my science in my ears. Commonly called IPS cells, uh, into embryos from macaque monkeys, which are more closely related genetically to humans than sheeps or pigs. So, really, just to do all that so again. Macaques are better than pigs and was it always a sheep and sheep closer to humans? Macaques are closer. Um, so here's the deal. Uh, just go through that again. They they pretty much inseminated. Um, 132 embryos with this mixture of DNA. As human monkey. <laughs> yes, this human monkey DNA. What is it really? Is it like a human just jizzes into a monkey? Like, what's going on? No, okay, so... It's artificially you're done. It. You're, it's artificially like, you're thinking done. it. <laughs> but, like, I know, I know it's artificial. Don't like, put I, them in a room. I don't think they're fucking, okay? Let's just get that out of the way. I understand. Thank you. Thanks, fuckhead. <laughs> oh, really? You're not fucking each other? <laughs> but, layman's terms, who's fucking who? <laughs> like, like... I mean, is it a monkey I, I jizzing into a, into a like a human embryo? Is it a male man jizzing into a female? <laughs> yeah, if it, if it like... was that, if it was a monkey fucks a human and these scientists figured it out, uh, that would be the headline. Yeah. I would lead with that. They, no, they can't lead with that. There's, uh, I think there's legal reasons. They can't, they can't lead with that. But, they can mention the chi- – it's, it's chimera, right? It's called a chimera, yeah, right? Yeah. They're creating chimera. Oh, my God. Leave the thing alone. I'm fucking parachuting in this bitch. Okay. Sorry. So the, chi- the, mon- so the human monkey chimera. Yeah. Do they have the powers of both or neither? After, after the <laughs> – Fuck. All right. <laughs> so after one day of this insemination stuff with these 25 cells and it, to answer your question, it wasn't sex. It was some sort of DNA injection bullshit thing beyond us. Jurassic Park status. Yeah, yeah. That uh, away. Yeah, science magic. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, after one day, the researchers reported that they were able to detect human cells growing in 132 of the embryos. And were able to study the embryos for up to 19 days. And then they destroyed them? Oh, yeah. You know they fucking yeah. they torched those guys. <laughs> Why? Alien style. Yeah. Big time. You can't let it grow. That's like a human rights violation that's or something. That's what I'm saying. This they are clearly yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. So the real... Oh, <laughs> um, these guys were really created. Did eat them? Oh, my God. There's no, probably nothing left to eat. You gotta grow a lot more. Well, they had 132 embryos. That's like a that's cell. That's caviar. like 132 that's cells. That's probably a chip dip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> a little salt. <laughs> <laughs> no, so their noble venture was to create an organism that could generate organs for human replacement. So we've already heard this in like yeah. pigs, sheep. Shit, we're using rats to grow ears. Like, there are appendages. There's all sorts of stuff out there already about this. So this is just another way to do it. That's what they're hoping. Just growing all these monkey chimeras like, you. You, you do the best. You do the best. <laughs> you going to put me on the spot? Yeah. Kill me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please. All these monkey chimeras like, please. please. They think I don't have intelligence. 
I think I feel kill me before they harvest my liver for some fat guy, a Dutchman. All right, quote, this is one of the major problems in medicine, organ transplantation, said Juan Carlos Itzapusa Belmonte. <laughs> Belmonte. A professor in the Gene Expression Laboratory of Salk Institute. So, in recent years, some researchers in the U.S. and beyond have been injecting human stem cells into sheep and pig embryos to see if they might eventually grow human organs in such an organ transplant, blah, blah, blah. He says, quote, our goal is not to generate any new organism, any monster, unquote. Like he made, he wants to say, I'm not growing no a monster. Glad he cleared that up. I, right? <laughs> Jesus. He's got a perfect name for it, too. But Bella Monte. Isn't yeah. that something someone who was making a monster would say? <laughs> I know. First, he was, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to do this for medical scientists, for, for medical science and trying to help everyone. Instead, he's like, let me just be clear. No monsters being created here, that's for sure. <laughs> Don't go in the basement, by the way. There are no monsters here. <laughs> uh, quote, what, what about your budget? <laughs> what? No monsters. There's no monsters here. What was your question, man? Quote, our goal is to generate... Oh, yeah. Okay. So, quote, uh, and we are not doing anything like that. We are trying to understand how cells from different organisms communicate with one another. Yay, science! Yay, alibi. Right? <laughs> I don't trust it. I, for I, one, welcome our new monkey overlords. <laughs> I don't. I don't know because the article went on to talk about um, the contamination of brain cells. Like maybe you don't fully understand what we're putting into that monkey. Maybe it's not just a liver we want it to grow. Instead, maybe we amp up its brain. Mm-hmm. And not to get all Planet of the Apes, but. Essentially, that's a human human rights violation and super awkward. And yeah, for sure. (laughs) I'm sure the international community would drop the hammer on you and then you'd go dark and Russia would hire you and all their Olympic athletes would win everything. I'm for it. Um, Yeah, I want to make a spider monkey, but like a real one. Not like the like multiple arms and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Like like man spider. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Man spider, but it's like a man monkey spider thing. Okay, yeah. that's a goal. Have you seen Gremlins that's been one 2? one of my goals, yeah. I haven't seen the Gremlins franchise. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. I was abused as a child. <laughs> not even a <laughs> You're a punk-ass bitch. <laughs> I, I have no wow. respect for you anymore. Wow. Lost all my respect. <laughs> Edit this out. <laughs> this is... Uh, I'm going to clip this for the year <laughs> no. anniversary. <laughs> no. Okay, I'll watch it live tonight. On better than most things. On the, the Wintrask pot. On the Wintrask... Twitch or the or the wet dress Twitch. You want to um, do another story or you want to break? Okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining <laughs> us. It's good. Yay! <laughs> it's awkward as fuck. Just like say goodbye, like transli- transition. Oh, you take us out. You take us out. Go. It was fucking. It is bye. It's like okay, we're done. That okay, was we're that, done. Yeah, that okay, was here. some weird shit. Okay, and, bye, uh, I'll do it again. Okay, we're done with you guys. We don't want to talk to you anymore. Um, <laughs> stop listening. Turn this shit off. We're about to turn our shit off. So don't listen anymore. Stop. Bye. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discuss, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. 
For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at btmt.com underscore podcast and please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.